Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Monday, April 25th, and this is People Every Day. Hello there, everyone. Janine Rubenstein here with you. Like I said, it's April 25th. And as we all learned in Miss Congeniality, it's the perfect date because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. And all you need is a light jacket. I can't believe we're already in the last week of April, but here we are. We've got another great show for you planned today. So let's just dive right in. Will Smith has surfaced. The actor was spotted at a private airport in Mumbai, India, over the weekend. This marks the first time Smith has been spotted in public since last month's Oscars fiasco. The King Richard star even took a moment to pose for pictures with a few fans, including an airport security guard. Since slapping Chris Rock during the Academy Awards, Will Smith has faced a series of repercussions, including the shelving of several projects and a 10-year ban from attending any Academy functions. Aside from his written apology released in the days after the incident and his formal resignation from the Academy, Will Smith has not spoken publicly about what transpired during the Oscars. It will definitely be interesting to see what he's working on next and and when, if, and then how he plans to talk about the slap along with everything else that's happened since. Moving on to another mid-controversy celebrity spotting. Uh, That's a new category we have here. Over the weekend, rapper ASAP Rocky stepped out with girlfriend and mom-to-be Rihanna for what a source called a, quote, happy and relaxed dinner with some friends in Santa Monica. The source also told people that, quote, it was a happy and relaxed group. Rihanna looked great. She sat next to ASAP, and they were affectionate. And added, they dined for a couple of hours. The focus was very much on Rihanna and the baby. This, of course, was the couple's first known outing together since ASAP was arrested earlier in the week at LAX in connection with a November shooting. We haven't heard ASAP or Rihanna really address the situation, but it seems like things are full speed ahead with welcoming their baby together as new parents. And now this next story has been buzzing around all over social media today, especially on Twitter. SpaceX and Tesla CEO Elon Musk is apparently finalizing negotiations with Twitter's board over a deal to buy the social media giant. Last week, Musk put pressure on the company's leaders by announcing that he lined up $46.5 billion in financing to acquire the social media platform. In response, Twitter initially enacted an anti-takeover measure known as a poison pill that could make the takeover too expensive, but the board then decided to negotiate after the billionaire updated his proposal to show he secured that financing. Musk has been outspoken about his desire to buy the platform, claiming that he doesn't believe Twitter is living up to its free speech potential. It's still unclear what to make of Musk potentially taking over the reins at Twitter. He definitely has some big ideas, and I guess we'll have to wait and see how things change. And now, moving on to some other news that's gone viral on social media. Earlier today, CBS This Morning released an interview with rapper Megan Thee Stallion, who opened up in great detail about her claim of being shot by rapper Tory Lanez back in 2020, a story that deserves a full breakdown. 
On July 12th, 2020, Megan the Stallion was enjoying a night with friends at a party at Kylie Jenner's home before it took a terrifying turn that really changed her perspective on so many things in her life. In an exclusive interview on CBS This Morning with Gail King, Megan tearfully recounts the details of that evening that involved her being shot in the foot, she says by rapper Tory Lanez. The interview comes on the heels of the star releasing a diss track at Coachella that many believe is aimed at Tory Lanez. Now, Megan has been receiving a ton of backlash from some and a lot of words of encouragement and support from others. So here to give us some clarity on the situation is People's Music Team's Brianne Tracy. Hey, Brianne. Hi, Janine. Well, this is the first time Megan has spoken about this incident in this type of forum. And and when asked about the events of that night, she was understandably and clearly choked up while discussing them and and really gave minute-by-minute details of what happened and how she was feeling, all of it. So let's take a quick listen to some of what she had to say. So I get out the car, and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming. He said, dance. And he starts shooting, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, he shot a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I, I so was so scared. So is he in the car shooting from the car, Megan? He is he? standing up over the window okay. shooting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick, like, because I'm like, oh, my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's like super important. I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared because I had never been shot at before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at my feet because I wasn't even, the adrenaline is pumping so hard. I'm not sure if he hit me. Like I feel it, but I don't understand what's happening. So, so what did we learn, Brianne, about that night that we didn't know before? And, and can you walk us through kind of her TikTok of what happened? We hadn't really known what the argument was about beforehand. This was the first time where she said she was ready to leave the party. Her friends weren't ready to leave. And this is kind of what started everything that went down. She just wasn't expecting it to be such a crazy situation. And so we really hadn't gotten to hear all those details before. And to see her so emotional was was really, really um, impactful. Oh, my goodness, yes. And and to note that there was a statement included during the interview from Sean Holly, who's the attorney for Tory Lanez, who said, we look forward to addressing Miss Pete's claims, including all its inconsistencies, discrepancies, and omissions in a court of law. But yes, like all of those details, the fact that she said they weren't romantically involved. A lot of people were saying that they were dating. She says here that they were just very close and they had become close because he had recently lost his mom as well. So the next big conversation around her retelling of the story is her lying to the police that she had glass in her feet instead of telling them she had been shot. And and there's a deeper reason here as to why she did that, according to her. And what is he saying, Tory Lane saying? He's apologizing. He's saying, I'm so sorry. Please don't tell nobody. I'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all don't say nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you offering me money right now? Help me. Like, and if you're sorry, just help me. Like, but at that moment, we didn't even make it to to the house. Like, somebody had already called the police, and it was like so many of them. It was helicopters. I was like, oh my god, we all about to die. Like, the George the George Floyd incident had just happened. The police are definitely very much shoot first, ask questions after. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a hot gun in the car. I'm bleeding. 
I've been shot. They about to kill somebody. Like something bad is about to happen. So, Brianna, what are your initial thoughts after hearing this and, and her reasoning behind it? I think it's definitely understandable why she lied at first. It was so close to the time when George Floyd was shot. And so she was just scared for her life and saying that there was a hot gun. She thought maybe Tori would be shot at by the police. Maybe she would be shot at. So she was really just trying to protect herself and this person who she had considered her friend, despite everything that went down. And I've seen also on social media some talk about the concept of snitching when it comes to the rap community. And that has been brought up so many times. So there are just so many different threads here that were going on at the same time. I mean, where is the case now? Like, like what are the next steps? Well, Tory was arrested at the time of the shooting and he was charged with concealing a firearm in a vehicle and he was released on bond. But then again, he was charged in October 2020 with one felony count of assault and one with personal use of firearm and carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle. He said that he's pleaded not guilty, but he was also taken into custody again earlier this month before being released on bond for violating court orders and discussing discovery in the case. Um, I believe Mm. his next court hearing is in September. This is far from over and just riveting stuff still. I should say this, if anyone out there listening has experienced domestic violence, make sure to call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or go to thehotline.org. All calls are toll-free and confidential. The hotline is available 24-7 in more than 170 languages. Brianne, thank you so much for for taking us back into this story. Thanks, Janine. I think there's going to be a lot more to come from this. Coming up, the new season of Selling Sunset has officially dropped, and we're digging into all the drama with one of the stars of the show, Davina Potras. But first, you didn't really think we could skip over that RuPaul's Drag Race finale, did you? Right after the break, we're getting into the big, fabulous season 14 finale. Stay with us. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies, this is your last chance to impress me and prove to the world that you are America's next drag superstar. We are back and consider this your spoiler warning if you are not caught up on the season 14 finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. The finale was full of the talent, drama, and humor that fans of the show have come to expect. The time has come. 
for you to lip sync for the crowd. America's next drag superstar is That's right, Willow Pill is the latest winner of Drag Race. She is the first ever trans woman to win a non-all-star season of the show. And stressed, that's not something we see on television, especially not on reality television, because people who are ill and disabled are amazing, fun, nasty, and catty, and they're everything anyone else can be, times 25. As for what's next now that she's won Drag Race, Willow said, I'd love to get more into acting and into absurd sketches and music. For this year right now, I want to travel all over the world and meet people that have made me have the career that I have now. Congrats again to Willow Pill and all of this season's incredibly talented queens. A little show called Selling Sunset premiered its fifth season this past Friday on Netflix. We saw the real estate agents at the Oppenheim Group back at it, selling even more gorgeous houses and dealing with even more drama. And I'm seeing reactions to the new season all over my timeline. And I know a lot of you listeners want to get into everything that happened. So joining me now to talk about all things Selling Sunset is one of the cast members, Davina Potras. Hey, Davina, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> for those who haven't watched all of season five yet, just so you know, we are about to talk about a couple spoilers. But Davina, how was it filming this season? What did you love and what did you not so love? I had the most fun I've ever had in filming and I really enjoyed myself. And, you know, the fashion is always fun. It's a lot of work because, you know, I style myself and I think most of the ladies do, but uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun too. You can really let your fantasy run wild with some of these outfits and combinations of clothes. <laughs> I think you see more of the the bonds people have and people defending each other because of the friendships they really do have. Of course, we have new cast members and lots of dynamics. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you about. We saw a new member, Chelsea, join mm-hmm. the cast. Christine mm-hmm. befriended her. And what is it like welcoming in a new cast member? I actually really like having new cast members because it adds fresh energy to the group. But what is challenging for them is, is they don't know all the bonds and the history and the different things that have happened with good and bad, right? So because somebody might not be sitting with each other or saying, talking about each other doesn't mean they're not friends and going to have each other's backs. And also things that have happened, for example, between Christine and I, that there's no way you could possibly know five years. how, How are you in Chelsea now? You know, we're very different people and I think we don't know each other very well. I felt like she had very strong opinions that came out of nowhere about me and other castmates. I didn't really appreciate that. And I certainly am not going to be disrespected when I didn't do anything to you. I don't even know you. She just keeps making comments like, I don't stand for anything. It's just, you know, that in itself is rude, but it's like, clearly I wasn't going to be disrespected. So no, you weren't. But I do think she was influenced by Christine. And mm. there's no other way. How, how, how else could you possibly have these opinions about me? One of the major moments that happened at the end of the season was your coworker Emma saying that your other coworker Christine offered to pay a client $5,000 not to work with Emma. So anyone who watches the show knows Christine definitely brings the drama, but this is pretty jaw-dropping. So what is your take on, I guess, the ethical part of that? I, I really don't know if it happened. I wasn't there, but... 
I also don't know the details of either side. It doesn't sound good. I'm very disappointed to hear that something like that even happened. So if Christine discusses with Jason and they have an explanation of some sort, then Jason will make that decision. But it doesn't sound great. Well, this season, we also saw Chriselle and Jason's relationship play out. Everyone seemed so supportive, but sadly, we also saw that kind of lead to their split. Did it change the dynamic of the office at all? Like, was there anything we didn't see play out on camera? I didn't know at what point they started dating. You know, you could have chemistry with a friend. You just kind of get along in the same humor. So I did see more of the chemistry once they did confirm their relationship, mm-hmm. which is kind of natural, right? But they're incredibly professional. You know, I know Jason quite well, and I I didn't think that he would go public with any relationship unless he really thought it was going to lead to something. Yeah, That's why I said, well, I'm cautiously optimistic because I'm not sure what he wants to do, but people change. (laughs) The fact that he's going public with this makes me think maybe it is going to work. And I do think they truly, really, truly tried. Do you think they'll get back together? Because because of the, the child thing, right? So if, if Jason is very firm on that, then Chriselle's not going to get back to I don't know. That's what she said because she wants a family and I can relate to that. So I understand where she's coming from. So there is a Selling Sunset reunion coming up that fans are so excited for. I mean, what can we expect to see? Very emotional that we didn't expect. More updates on people's relationship statuses, a lot of question, detailed questions, just updates on how everybody feels about Christine. Um, everyone gives their current status and kind of how they feel about the group. And then I have to ask about this Benefer 2.0 mention that made it and made a splash in this season. I mean, Emma matching with Ben Affleck on Raya. Uh, was that news to you when that was a, a, originally revealed? That was news to me. I didn't know. I have no idea what happened there. She claims they matched. They they may have. I have not seen any messages. I don't know. I think they maybe at one point years ago. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, season five of Selling Sunset is streaming now on Netflix, and the reunion will air on May 6th on the streaming service. So, Davina, thank you so much for stopping by. It was great to have you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Well, as a parent, it always feels great to be appreciated by your children, even if you're an EGOT like John Legend. In an exclusive to People, the singer told us how happy he is that his kids, Miles 3 and Luna 6, like to listen to his music. He said, it's good for my ego that my kids want to listen to me a lot, Legend said jokingly to People. They love other artists too, but in the car, they'll request me a lot. And added, Miles, honestly, if you ask him who his favorite artist is, It's me. I'm probably second or third for Luna. (laughs) Do you know who else loves themselves some John Legend? My husband, Doug, which is why I surprised him this past Friday night with a turnaround trip to see him in Las Vegas. It was opening night of Legend's Love in Las Vegas residency, and it was everything, you guys. We hopped on a plane, got over there right when the show started, and we were able to just dance and hang out spend some time eating, went to the club, and then we flew back the next morning, first thing, and relieved the babysitter. (laughs) But it was so worth it. We had such a blast, and it definitely made me smile. (laughs) Well, thank you all for kicking off the work week with us. We'll be back again tomorrow for more of People Every Day.